What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. You know, with a lot going on, we don't always get a chance to break down moves going on. So uh, we talk about games, we talk about recaps, highlights, and stuff like that. But as we near the end of June, we actually we actually do have a trade to discuss today. We will be getting more of these. So I want to do some transactional stuff today. I do this once in a while. Um, we'll talk about you know the trade that happened. Um, Earlier and some transactional stuff because some key players are are having some 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 things to talk about. So let's just jump right into it without further ado. So there was a trade that occurred today. The Blue Jays have acquired a reliever, right-handed reliever Adam Simber, and left-handed hitting outfielder Corey Dickerson from the Marlins in exchange for Joe Panic and a minor league righty Andrew McKinvale. And this is barely a week after the Blue Jays GM said that they desired to add bullpen help because, well, they also said that. And also they were, the team was also reported to be seeking left-handed bats. So they got both of those. They got bullpen help and they got a left-handed bat. This Blue Jays team is going for it. I mean, they were in the playoffs last year. They are in the hunt of things again this year. We know that their offense is their strength. They just got George Springer back and you know, that's that's huge. You know, you get George Springer back, that's an all-star bat. If he can stay healthy, they're gonna be they're gonna be very dangerous. But you know, pitching, relief pitching really is where they truly need some help. So that's what they've gone out and done. I mean, they're starting this trade season off about a month before the deadline, but other teams are gonna do it too, because obviously you wanna strike while the iron's hot, you don't wanna miss out on the good assets before they disappear. So you have a Blue Jays team that wants to go for it. They're in a tough division, the AL East. They're five games out of the wild card, but they're playing good baseball right now. Seven and three in their last ten. You know, they, they're four games above five hundred. A good summer will put them will put them right where they want to be come September. So Corey Dickerson, you know, they they already have somewhat of a crowded outfield, but this is good insurance because if someone gets hurt, he could step in there. Obviously. They're starting outfield is going to be George Springer, Teoscar Hernandez, and then it's either going to be Lourdes Gurriel Jr. or Randall Grichuk. And then you have Corey Dickerson. Honestly, I would, my top three, I'd have Gurriel starting. Gurriel, Teoscar Hernandez, and George Springer are going to be my top three. I'd bring, and then uh, Grichuk and Dickerson would be platooning off the bench, depending on who's pitching. Right-handed pitcher, you're going to go with, Corey Dickerson, left-handed pitcher, will go with Randall Gritcher. That's what I would do. But I'm not the manager of the Blue Jays. But nonetheless, they have that luxury now because they've gone out and, got, and added, added some depth. As far as Adam Simber, this is a this is an underrated move. Underrated move. So you have a right-handed reliever who pretty solid with the Marlins so far this year. 2.88 ERA, 1.194 WHIP, pretty solid. And the Blue Jays need good good relievers that's what they need so the blue jays still need a third baseman because now they've traded away joe panic and they weren't really getting much production out of third base but maybe they're not done yet you know maybe they're not done and they're gonna yeah they're gonna see what they can do to get a to get a third baseman moving on so this happened a couple days ago i didn't mention it but mike soroka unfortunately has re He's retorn his Achilles. So 
he's going to be out a full year estimate, you know, at least until July 2022. Apparently, he tore this just walking to the team's clubhouse last Thursday. It's a brutal turn of events because he tore his Achilles last year. He tried coming back this year. He pitched in spring training. It looked like he was on track. Then he had a setback where he had to get another surgery this year. And they thought he was, you know, going to be back by the end of this season. But now, you know, so the, the second surgery was in May. And then now in late June, he re-tears that Achilles. That's a huge blow for a guy who was a breakout star in 2019. And second in the NL Rookie of the Year voting, sixth in the NL Cy Young voting. Just when it seemed like he established himself as one of baseball's top young arms, you know, he tore his Achilles trying to cover for his base like the first week of the season last year. Even though it was a shortened season. So that's huge. That's, that's a bummer. That's a huge blow for the Braves. So, yeah, there's that. Speaking of injuries, so the Alex Bregman injury in Houston. So, the Astros have been pretty vague with their timeline for him. You know, he he's he's been he's been out for you know for the better part of a week now. And now Dusty Baker said that they don't expect Bregman back for at least another month. And that's a bummer because I mean, first first of all, they're just being really um, tight lipped about it. It's not clear whether or not he's dealing with a grade one or a grade two hamstring strain. I mean, if he's out for at least a month, then it sounds like it's at least a grade two hamstring strain. And the Astros, you know, they have a thin lead. It's a one-and-a-half game lead over the A's. So losing one of their best all-around players is going to be a, a pretty big blow. I mean, Bregman's having another strong year at the dish. But, you know, what can you do? If you're not healthy, then, then you can't play. And now the Astros have turned to a young Abraham Toro to handle much of the work at third base. And, I mean, Toro is 24. He's ranked as one of the better prospects in the Astros system for the past few years. And, uh, you know, he had a rough showing at the plate early in the season, but he's returned from AAA with a pretty good slash line. So, see if he can hold it down. See if he can hold it down for some time. But, yeah. So, Major League Baseball has suspended Hector Santiago. He's the first player to get suspended for foreign substance usage ever since they started enforcing this new rule. But he has appealed. He has appealed. He got a 10-game suspension for it. He, he maintains that, you know, it was just sweat and rosin. You know, there was no illegal substance, just rosin and his own sweat. So, yeah, I mean, apparently the league did look at his glove and they don't agree with it and they've decided to punish him. But he's going to be he, he's going to be appealing that. And now his case will be heard by an arbiter that works for Major League Baseball. Um, so, yeah, I mean... The arbiter works for MLB, so they're probably not going to overturn the suspension. Maybe they could reduce it, but yeah, we're we're starting to see starting to see the results of the new the new rules. They're not new rules; they are well, I guess you could say effectively new rules. Because if you don't enforce a rule, it really isn't a rule. So, but yeah, so that's where we stand. Um, Kyle Schwarber continues to mash. You know, we saw him homer yesterday. Shohei Shohei Otani, these guys just continue to continue to match. It's insane. I, I really don't know what to say. But we'll, we'll have more of that. We'll have a more in-depth look at who did what tomorrow back to kind of normal. But today I wanted to do something different. So that's going to be it. That's going to do it. If you enjoyed this, please share with someone who would be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.